and welcome to this second episode of season five of the Purple Reigns podcast, formerly the Female Sex Podcast. Well, welcome, welcome once again. This is Flight, Fight, Freeze, or Fuck. So I'm going to start this one off with a quick reminder of the laws of living organisms. They apply in all circumstances. I did um, give a detailed description of what the laws of living organisms is. So in this one, I'm just going to do a quick recap. You can check for the detailed one in uh, episode one of season five of the podcast. And so the first law of living organisms is every living thing wants to survive. Law number two, all living things must reproduce in order to survive. And number three, survival will always take precedence over reproduction. With that in mind, let me start with a quick recap of the spine. Yesterday I was talking about the spinal cord and why the spine or the end of the spine um, is known as the root or is associated with the root chakra. That's because at the very end of the spine, you'll find that if you were to ever see a dissected spine, it looks like um, the roots of a tree. And so I had a description of that in uh, season, or excuse me, in episode one. Now, today I want to go back to the spine because we are going to go up the spine throughout this whole season. And so Today we are going into the sacral region, but before we get there, I was talking about a dissection of the spine. So today I want to talk about a cross section of the spine. So let's say you're cutting it up like you would cut up carrots. You're chopping up some carrots to put into your soup or whatever. So you're not cutting it long way, you're cutting it up so that they're round. So pretend you cut the spine like that. Now, you can um, go ahead and search this on the internet, but if you look for a cross section of the spine or the spinal cord, you'll find that the image looks like, first of all, it looks like a brain, like the, a skinny version of your brain, but it also looks like a butterfly. And this is where this monarch programming comes in because I was talking about spiritual warfare yesterday. This is kind of going to be uh, a, a continuation of that. The whole season is going to be kind of a build up to something, okay? So you'll want to listen to all of the episodes when you get the chance. And so this is why um, MK Ultra and mind control is often associated with the butterfly. It's associated with the monarch butterfly because, of course, your blood is going to give it kind of a reddish, um, orangey brown hue when it oxidizes or when it's exposed to um, oxygen or to the air uh, when it is uh, dissected or cut. And so it's um, become associated with the monarch butterfly. But when they're talking about mind control, obviously you have to control the hormones in order to control the minds and, and the hormones and neurotransmitters, they go up and down the spine, obviously. And so before I go into um, the MK Ultra mind control, um, one thing I should add here is that monarch butterflies are very well known for their mem memories. So they pass on 
their memories to their um, offspring. And so it's known, it's well known fact that um, a newborn monarch butterfly will know um, how to uh, migrate or where to migrate without ever having to be taught that as soon as they come out of their cocoon, they know exactly where to migrate and find each other. And that's because they have cellular genetic memory. And as I were talking about in the last season, so do humans, so do we, we have it. It's just that we're so disconnected from it because of all of this interference with our genetics, first of all, and especially with our hormones, we are uh, um, interfered with as soon as we come into this world, there's a disconnect. Um, from our genetic memory. And so why is this significant? I wanted to uh, start off, of course, with the news. And I'm going to talk about the news here where I am in Montreal, because Montreal is very well known for uh, it's very well known for mind control. It's a well-known fact that there was a CIA mind control operation that took place just somewhere at a hospital just um, at the base of the mountain here in Montreal that went on for years and they were testing LSD at the time. Now, that's all we know. That's all that they have revealed, okay? But um, I find that they run quite a bit of operations here. They also have a very good, um, I, I believe it is, they're really good in AI, nanotech, and all of that, okay, here at McGill University, and this is where that program was running out of, or very close to there. Um, and so, right, and so I believe they're running a mind control or some kind of operation right now in the middle of this COVID. It seems like uh, we're always the ones being tested like this, this province and this city of Montreal, especially is always the first to test out a certain thing um, in Canada when it comes to this whole um, new order or this build back better or whatever they're going to call it. I don't know, even know what the mainstream term is for it. If we're, you know, it's not going to be a new normal there has they're going to have to come up with something one day <laughs> so for now we'll call it the new order or the new normal or the the better <laughs> so the first news story is one that just came out today and that is that the vaccine passport is going to be required for weed and alcohol so here you can buy government weed if you go into any of these government controlled dispensaries, you can go and get your cannabis. All right. So um, they also do that for alcohol is controlled um, by the government. You can get a beer and uh, beer coolers, wines and things like that from the from the convenience stores, grocery stores, etc. But when it comes to hard liquor, you have to go through these government controlled stores. And so those stores and these cannabis dispensaries, which are all government controlled, are going to require the vaccine passport. Now, the it, it's supposed to work kind of on like as a push to get the unvaccinated to get vaccinated. 
And this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the slow roast. You better be ready to give up a lot of what you've loved, a lot of what you depended on, and it's going to test your strength and your will and to test your spirit. And so literally they are using spirits. They brought spirits into this and say, you are not going to get your spirit until you give me access to your spirit. And so they said, you have to get this drug. So you need to take this drug to access the drug that you've depended on as in alcohol and weed. All right. So, you know, I, I haven't smoked the government weed. I remember when the government weed first came out and I did buy it from them a few times, but I haven't smoked weed since my mother died last year. And I got that from a girlfriend. It wasn't even from the government. And that was out in Ontario. It was in another province. And then, um, and I said to myself, this new year, it's actually something I said that I wouldn't even drink this year, that I didn't even want to drink. And then lo and behold, these people come along and help me out with that. And so every, th where, every time I'm already working towards something, it seems it, these people, although it's meant to push you to do something that you didn't want to do, like to get the vaccine, it was meant to push me to get the vaccine. It actually helps to incentivize me to do what I wanted to do anyway, which was not to drink any more alcohol. I was going to take it easy on that. If ever I feel like uh, having a glass of wine, I'll go ahead and do that. But it's just something that I already told myself that I was going to take it easy on and stick with just the essentials from here on out. All right. So that was the first story. That's what they hit the people with uh, today. Before I go on with the other stories, um, the Montreal is also known for Pornhub or YouPorn that was founded here. And there was a story that um, came out several months ago where the first, it, this was last spring or sometime in last summer, the, uh, let me get to the story. It says that inside Pornhub owner's $19 million mansion now destroyed in a suspicious fire. This was back in April. All right. So apparently the owner or founder of the Pornhub or YouPorn, you know, browsers, uh, in whatever it's now like an internet industry, porn industry, it's huge, global. And uh, his mansion burned down, but his mansion just so happened to burn down just a few months before he was supposed to settle a lawsuit with 50 women. And the lawsuit uh, had to deal with sex trafficking. And uh, if you watch Pornhub or if you've ever been on the site, you'll notice that uh, there have been some changes where people used to be posting amateur videos. And so there was this controversy about a lot of the people who were on the site. Um, they were being sex trafficked or, the, you know, the videos were taken without their permission. And just people were posting kitty porn on there and they were just everything. And then now um, they changed it so that the only things that you can watch on there are blue check mark stuff and they don't do amateur stuff anymore. So it's a little bit more controlled to deal with this uh, sex trafficking that was associated with it. But I just wanted to mention that because that was also based here in Montreal, Quebec. Excuse me. Another story that came out this week is this 
story about these influencers from Montreal. I don't know what type of influencers these people are. I guess they're entertainers and um, uh, online entertainers. Like I, I literally have no idea who these people are. I've never heard of any of them. But they are Montreal-based in, um, influencers who chartered this flight. And then on the chartered flight, they were vaping and drinking out of bottles and standing up and dancing and they had no masks on and they going all wild and they took this um, chartered flight to Mexico and then they couldn't get back into the country because nobody wanted to put them on the plane to bring them back to Canada. Stupid story. I believe it's an operation. I'm not sure even why they're running that kind of operation, but let's say it's not an operation. Okay. Let's say these people really are not in their right mind and you would vape on a plane. First of all, you wouldn't even vape on a plane in any circumstance, okay? It, because it's a plane. So so you would never take that risk and nobody would allow you to do that even like on a private plane or on a chartered plane or whatever. Nobody's going to allow that, okay? The pilot would put the plane down. So that's ridiculous. I don't even know. Obviously, it's an operation, but whatever. Uh, the reasoning behind it makes no sense. Maybe it's just this warning to say if you act up on a plane, they'll leave you in the country where you are, where you end up, or well, who knows. But the point is, in Canada, you must be vaccinated to get on any plane in Canada. If you are not vaccinated, you cannot leave the country. They will not let you out. <laughs> You're a prisoner here. So these people are clearly vaccinated. And these are the people who I'm supposed to be following to say they're doing the right thing and that they care about people and they got vaccinated because they care about the greater good and they care about the community and they care so much that no. So uh, I wouldn't be in good company anyway if I decided to do that this is why people get vaccinated so they can jump on the airplane and act a damn fool okay so that was um another recent story uh another story was uh one about the subsidies for um video game developers um this one caught my attention because this is what my son wants to do with his um, with himself. Um, and so that's what we're working towards is that he's interested in video game development, scripting, coding, so on. And so, uh, they're calling now Montreal has become the, this one says how subsidies helped Montreal become the Hollywood of video games. And what it is, is that Montreal is paying video game companies and let me get the number right because it's a ridiculous a number. So they'll subsidize the the salary of the employees and what they are doing is they're paying $15,000 per year per employee for every video game company that sets up here in the city. And then the federal government would pay an additional 10 thousand per employee and for a total of twenty five thousand dollars a year per employee and this one video game company called ubisoft they have about four thousand employees so if you can do the math it's about uh, i don't know six sixty million dollars i i cannot okay i can't even do the math but okay so but they're paying all these companies and so they had one who just came in 
MiHoYo, who announced plans to set up studios in the city and also Amazon Games, Quantic Dream and, you know, whoever else wants to come in, they can come in because these people are going to pay them to set up and they think, you know, they're, it's worth it, the investment, you know, if they come set up here and they pay them these subsidies and pay these employees that uh, it'll eventually pay off for the city. And I'm just showing you um, that Montreal has become a high-tech city. I talked to you that at the beginning of, I told you before on the YouTube channel at the beginning of the pandemic that they were moving towards a cashless society here. In the first few months after the pandemic, you couldn't get on a metro using cash. Like everybody, nobody, I had to ask, do you t accept cash? Like, do you still accept cash? Because a lot of people were changing and a lot of people I saw paying with their phones or paying with their cards and so on, so on. You know, it's slowly gotten back to a place where people feel comfortable using cash again, but it seems like there was kind of a test run there at the beginning. So I wanted to show you that because I wanted to add just one more thing that happened New Year's Eve night. Now, New Year's Eve night was the night that they they enforced or they implemented the curfew, the 10 o'clock curfew in Quebec, Okay. And then that same night, just after midnight, I look outside and it's completely foggy, but it's not foggy like it would be on a regular foggy night. It seems there's a mist in the air. That's what it looks like. It looks like these particles moving through the air. Like, you know what morning dew looks like or fog looks like, but these are distinct particles because just outside um, in the yard, in the courtyard, where I live, they have these new LED lights up. And so you can pretty much see the particles moving around quite clearly. Um, and they're moving around slowly. So I feel like that night <laughs> they spread something in the air. Like I, without, without a doubt. Okay. And then they claim that, oh, they're going to have smog that day, but there is no way. Like it was clear. The day was clear. It was a very clear night. New Year's Eve night, boom, just after that, you see smog moving through the city. So anybody who defied the curfew or whatever probably got caught up in that. It was just extremely super bizarre, okay? And so I feel like they're running some kind of experiment here in the city. There's constantly um, helicopters around the city. Sometimes they'll have jets fly by and then they'll pretend it's part of some sporting events. Just random fighter jets flying over a metropolitan it doesn't make any sense to even be doing that as a, for fun and sport and then um helicopters all the time and you know i i've mentioned it before where every single time i leave my house there's a helicopter now even if it's not about me like i'm not even going to think it's targeted at me but just the idea of leaving your house and knowing that there's always going to be helicopter surveillance over you it doesn't make sense sometimes they'll just hover in the sky random just these random things so they're always running an operation here and i wanted to start with that because this is a well the city is well known to be associated with mk ultra with mind control they're running all kinds of operation here all of the time they're highly highly um nationalistic and they're trying to bring up this whole argument about nationality is coming up in the news a lot they've passed laws that says that you must 
um, speak French. All businesses must um, operate in French. The government can come in at any time and search your documents to see if they're written in French. So they're using the language to, you know, pull off these so-called totalitarian operations okay they can come in and check up your documents check on your employees to see if they're speaking french um they're also claiming that your children must speak french so any immigrant who comes in here they must um i, I was born in canada and i speak english as a first language so my son is um, exempt from that that we're known as historical anglophones and so we don't have to do it but you know, I already speak French because I wouldn't live in any country anywhere and not learn the language. You want to do that for your own, um, for your own well-being so that you know, you know how to navigate and you know that nobody's going to say things about you, you know, without you knowing so you can speak up for yourself. So it's good to learn the language and immerse into the culture of any um, country or any city or wherever you go, you should not refuse to learn the language in a place where you want to be able to live and communicate. So people should be, um, ha should have a desire naturally to want to learn the language of the place that they end up um, wanting to take up residence, you know, but over here, they're bringing up this nationality things like they're calling every, they're calling it the Quebec nation. And everybody here is a Quebec. I don't have to claim to be part of the Quebec nation i i don't have to speak french to save or the quebec nation if they want more quebecois they need to have more quebecois women have quebecois babies if they want to save the french language then more french women and french people need to have french babies and speak french to their babies at home it shouldn't be upon um the um the people who come here newcomers and immigrants and refugees and everybody else to save the french language like what is that i don't even know what that's about but anyway so there's this whole thing all of that it's wrapped around nationality and all this um psychosexual programming they're now adding liquor and weed into the mix and these influencers are up there with their liquor and their spirits and their smoke and just everybody's under this weird ass mind control and it just feels like a kind of sick psychotic vibe out here okay and so if if you are living in a city like that something similar to that there are several around the world in Paris or in France in general it's kind of like that as well um, I know New York City and California and in the United States have a similar vibe in Vegas I would think um, of many places around the world where um, they have that type of vibe where the people are kind of, it's a large city where you would think people would be thinking differently, but everybody seems to be thinking the same, whether you're on one side or the other, it's extremely dualistic. You're either extremely nationalist or you're against it. You are extremely, uh, vaccinated or you are extremely um, not vaccinated, like they just have extremes in the, in these cities and it's extremely bizarre and dualistic. Okay. It's unnaturally dualistic because there's always in between, there's always some people in the middle. So it seems really odd that it's not. All right. So why do I bring that up? I bring that up because, um, when, we're talking about um, survival. A mind in survival mode is always going to be 
open to suggestion. And this is why it's so easy to infiltrate the minds at this time, because these people are constantly bombarding everyone and they, they do it in increments. They're already saying that they're going to come out with some new measures or okay, a new vaccine passport um, requirements in the coming weeks. So they've already set that up. They've also already said that you're going to require three vaccines for your passport to even be valid. So they're already coming with that in the next coming months. Okay. So they've already set up the mind to know that this is ongoing. We're constantly going to be threatening you and terrorizing you and adding more and more and more and tightening the grip. And it, you, you have to be psychologically spiritually physically strong for this if you don't have all of them all of the um abilities or capabilities to protect yourself mind body and soul then if one thing falls it's all going to fall okay and so like i said the mind is in survival mode is always going to be open to suggestion and so when i talk about flight we're talking about in this case, in these circumstances, we're talking about um, when you're flight doing the flight thing, you're going to run away from things. So you're going to be the person who's going to isolate and distance. Um, you're going to lock down and even by choice, separate or flee from people who um, may be vaccinated or unvaccinated. It doesn't matter which way you go. So you're kind of fleeing or separating from that situation. So that's flight mode. Fight mode is the type of people who will get angry at the unvaccinated. Now you want to fight them. Now you're upsetting them. People are mad because you don't want to take a drug. People are mad because you're healthy enough to protect your own blood, okay? So for whatever reason, people are all of a sudden so concerned and angry because my health is preventing them from going out and shitting and pissing and vomiting in the alleyway after a night at the club okay so they're upset at the healthy then you have the types of people who are going to fight against it and they're going to be protesting the vaccine these are the people who are getting themselves trampled and killed and eaten by dogs because they don't want to be vaccinated why are you out there what are you fighting for anyway but anyway so those are the people who are actively refusing to put on a mask they're going into the stores where they know they have to wear the mask they're going to um fast food joints and acting like give me my fast food i have a right to eat fast food like you know refusing to wear the mask refusing to get the vaccine i have a right to eat i have a right to have a sandwich and go home and make yourself a sandwich you don't have a right to go into anybody's business okay that's not essential and then um you have the people fighting the passport of course fighting for it or fighting against it so that's fight and then you have the people who uh, will freeze now these are the people who will be vaccinated or the ones who are hesitant, who are not sure yet, or the people who don't want to do it, but they don't know what else to do. And so they do it anyway. So freeze means you will vaccinate. Freeze also means that you will panic. And so those are the types of people who are running to go get tested, who are running to be up in the lines to get tested and vaccinated. So freeze are the ones who are literally out there freezing in the lines, standing there or freezing in a line st being stuck in a line so they're frozen they're panicked and that's why they're there and freeze also means those who are glued to the screen all right it's all right to dip in and out of the propaganda dip in and out of the conspiracy but there has to be some other form of creation you're doing other things with your life you're not just stuck 
on the news constantly all the time, stuck on your screen, whether you're watching the news or stuck on your screen and social media, you're just stuck in the virtual world. So those are the panicked people who are frozen. And those are the ones who want to pretend as if nothing is happening. They're just online. And when I say freeze, I mean, freeze could mean you're stuck in TikTok as well. You're frozen in time in the TikTok, okay? Then you have the fuck. And that could mean two things. And it could mean fuck it all. You know, I'm not even going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with what I'm going to do. You're still aware, but I'm not even going to be bothered. Fuck it all could mean, you know what? I am going to be on social media. This is what I want to do. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live my best life in the middle of a pandemic somehow, you know, you're still going to do whatever you want. Fuck it all. Like I said, could mean I'll do nothing. You know, you're not going to do anything. You're going to go about your business as usual or fuck could mean you know, what people usually do in survival mode, like I said, go back to the laws of living organisms. People are going to just want to fuck, okay? To do anything as opposed to be doing nothing. They'll want to do anything, man, woman, trans, in between, fluid, all of it. They just want to fuck, okay? And so that's what people are going to be doing in survival mode. So where are you, right? What are you open to at this time when you know you are in survival mode and your mind is open to suggestion? It might not feel that way, but everyone falls into one of these four categories. I'm going to take a quick break right here, right on the money. I'm right at 29 minutes. And so take a quick break here. You can go over to mysacredblood.com to click something, watch something, read something, buy something. I will be right back.
All right, all right, I'm back. Okay, so this one, as I said, is going to go a little further up the spine. And so we are at the base of the spine in the sacral region now. And this is what people want to call the sacral chakra. But it's in this region where we tend to go when we're in survival mode. All right, so... Uh, like I said, uh, people will often feel, or just based on the laws of living organisms, you were going to want to feel as if you need to reproduce when you're in survival mode. And that's what your mind is thinking. And so a lot of people will want to reproduce anything. Okay. And those who cannot, then they'll find ways to escape um, through spirits and uh, drugs and whatever else. Okay, so this sacral region, and I'm not going to go too much into it here. I do discuss it during the digital presentations on my sacred blood. And so I leave all the goodies for over there where I go uh, in more detail about the sacral region and why it's associated with the sacred blood. But um, just briefly here, it's called the sacral region because of its connection to the sex organs. So like I was saying yesterday, like when you look at those roots of the spine, you think about your nervous system, and I'll get to that in another podcast, but do, throughout your spine, you have all these nerves um, that come out of there, and then they have to attach to something, and so they attach to different organs through all different areas of, of your body, and these um, uh, these the nerves at this part of uh, what they call... Uh, I guess they're neurons, I, I would think, or yeah, I guess we'll call them neurons or these roots, okay? They connect to different organs. And so the in the sacral region, those roots are going to be connected to the sex organs, which is why the sacral chakra is called the sacral chakra, because of its connection to the sex organs. Now, in European or Crowleyan sex magic, they use anal sex to reach the, um, the sacral region or to tap into that energy from that region. They believe that they can use anal sex to do that. When you do that, however, and I'm not judging anybody, of course, you could do what you want when you want. It's not my business how you go and where you go, but... Um, just so you know, this is a way of creating a high. So just as, um, you might use weed or shrooms, teas, um, herbal medications, drugs, etc., to induce a high, uh, having anal sex can induce a high just the same. It, you can get an orgasm that's, that will create a sense of euphoria even greater than drugs. Okay. But that's because you're pushing sex hormones up that back up the spine or you're scattering the message the message is supposed to go sex organs will send messages to the brain so that it can release more sex organs and sex organs will send messages down so that your your um your sex organs can do whatever they do you know um but when you're pushing against it when you're pushing against these nerves you are sending the, or scattering those messages throughout the body. And that's a reason why anal sex is linked to 
the acquired immune deficiency syndrome it's because it when you do that when you're pushing around the hormones too much um, in excess then it will eventually contaminate the blood or it will interfere with the hormones and the um, neurotransmitters and when it causes that interference it will cause a disease so just as you would do drugs in modification anal sex is one of those things that you should be doing in modification if at all okay you know it's not something that you would do all of the time because it, this just disrupts natural processes it's the same thing liquor will disrupt your natural processes does that mean you shouldn't drink liquor no, not necessarily. It's just, again, you want to do things in, in moderation. So not is, right now, I, I like to end off these things with leaving a little, you know, words of wisdom. And you can, you can pick it up if you want. I'm just going to put it down, okay? I don't force anybody to take any kind of advice and I don't offer any. It's just some words, all right? So... I'll drop these little words and then I'll we'll go and end it there. But I would say it's not the time to be dating new people right now. You don't know who's an operative. You don't know who's been activated. And you don't know if they even know that they're an operative who's been activated. Okay. Some people are wandering around and doing funny things and don't know why they're doing it. They don't know what motivates them. They're just doing it anyway. And they're moving like they don't have a mind of their own. I don't know who's animating them or controlling them. People are zombified. And so you don't know what you're going to get at this time. I don't believe that people even trust themselves enough in certain situations. And so it's very tricky to be dating new people. And it's especially uh, tricky to be dating people who you dated before who were gone and who are coming back. And I warned melanin women against this in the early part of the pandemic when it first started in March of 2020 and I will remind you again that do not take back your hobosexual men it is not the time if they don't have anywhere to live that's their problem they didn't spend their little welfare check properly when the government was giving it out and so they should have taken care of their business then and if they didn't that's too bad they cannot come to live with you do not take them back um, if they're coming back, then something in their life is not working out. Nobody should be moving backward at this time. And you shouldn't be trusting anybody who wants to go back to normal or back to the way it was. Anyone who's fighting for that, you know, who's fighting for going back to something means they don't want to move forward and they can't be trusted. So I'll just take this time to say that here too. Like if you're taking a vaccine because you really believe that it's going to protect you from getting severe illness or getting a disease, that I can get behind. You know, if you're taking a vaccine because you trust it as a medicine and you believe in it, whether I agree with that or not, it doesn't matter. If that's the reason why you're doing it, then that makes sense and I can get down with that. But if you're taking a vaccine so that you can have a social life or get back to this, what is essentially a draconian reality because all of democracy is based on those draconian constitutions and you're there fighting to get back to that, or even if you're not taking it because you want to get back to that draconian dem democratic way of life, like you're fighting for the way it was when the way it was, <laughs> was slavery. Okay. So either way, whether you're fighting to get back to the slavery 
or or you want to take the vaccine to get back to the slavery everybody seems to want the same thing okay and so don't go dealing with anybody who wants to go back first of all who's coming back to you because you should be moving forward and you should be long gone by now so don't let anyone drag you back and it's not a good time like i said to trust even new people that's not to say that you shouldn't be dating if you do choose to date this is my second word that I'm going to drop here is to hold off on the sex for a little bit and see what this person does without the sex. Okay. Because nobody should be trying to enter into you so quickly. And if they are, then that's a red flag. Okay. If you do meet someone and they do want some companionship at this time, that does make sense. And it especially makes sense if you both are on the same wavelength and you both want the same thing and you're moving in the same direction. Um, and you see that, um, there is potential there, then it is worth the wait. And normally I wouldn't even give advice like that. I would say, you know, go for it, do whatever, you know, if you feel comfortable doing that. But it's not the time for one night stands right now. It's not the time for quick sex. It's one of those things where you want an emotional, spiritual connection. It means more now than ever. And usually, you know, I, I'm really not a prude. I'm really not the type of person who would say that. Um, I do or have had casual sex in the past, but it's a different world now. And um, like I said, people are trying to enter your spirit from all angles. And so if sex is one of those angles, don't let it happen so quickly as, you know, kind of measure this person and try to, you know, suss them out or see, use discernment. Okay. That's the best I can do without sounding like I'm giving advice. Uh, the third piece of a uh, word that I'm going to drop, the third <laughs> word of wisdom is to avoid porno pornographic images. Um, avoid pornographic images, whether movie images, still images, so on, so on. Avoid it for now. Um, I would say avoid it altogether. But what's happening now in the porn industry, especially on these YouPorn, Pornhub, and so on, is that be they're becoming more high-tech. And so they are using VR. Um, they will be in the augmented reality. And once you have a sexual, spiritual, physical experience in that world, there is no coming back. <laughs> there will be no coming back. Once you go into a virtual world to get virtual sex, you will not even want to connect with another human anymore because you will get the same sensations. Okay. You will get the same sensations that you would in the real world and so you don't need it anymore you don't need real connections anymore so once you are disconnected from that there will be no coming back so i would just advise against it if anything create your own image images if you want to create that it doesn't have to be pornographic but you can create your own sexual loving romantic whatever types of images in your own head give yourself 10 20 minutes at night and dream and fantasize <laughs> or if you're one of those people who like to astro travel go astro travel and go meet somebody there okay and enjoy yourself naturally all right but the vr sex and the augmented reality sex that's the end game honey you're not coming back from that all right so the final word of wisdom that i will put down for you is to generate love from other sources as much as you can you know, don't be one of those people who go online and buy a puppy just so you can have something to love you, okay? Buying animals <laughs> to to enslave them so they can love you. Generate love from something that you create. Create something. 
once you create something, especially from scratch, I don't care if it's um, a recipe or it's um, a piece of art, create um, something, anything, write something. Um, if you're already in a loving relationship, perhaps create a baby. I would wait on that a little bit. <laughs> They're putting nanotech secretly into these babies, but I would just hold off on it. But if you believe you're ready and you're ready to do a home birth, only if you're ready to do work at home or with a doula, I would say to do something like that. Um, create whatever it is, however you do it in your world. It can be something so, so simple. Create a routine, you know, create um, just anything. I, I can go on and on, you know, redecorate your house, paint something, something small. It doesn't have to be big create something, do something new, something that you can feel good about, something that you planned, that you built, you know, and you executed it. And now it's something that you can look at and be proud of or grateful for. All right. That is it for this one. Until the next one, take care of yourself.